0: Is up. We're back. We're back. As you know, I'm Jaden. I'm Connor, and today we have a very special guest with us. It's Tori Jensen. She has a f- phenomenal YouTube channel with 31,000 subscribers. She's been a panelist at KCon. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, that makes me sound <laughs> really cool.
1: The the resident K-pop stan, Tori Jensen. <laughs> Yeah man. Tori how how have you been feeling? You you jam into some K pop lately? What's the vibes?
2: Oh yeah. I jam every day.
1: <laughs> what have you been <laughs>
2: on my way to school? While I'm cleaning, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What
1: what band have you been jamming jamming to recently? What's or are they called bands or groups? What what's the proper K pop uh, uh language?
2: we mostly use the term group, okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah.
1: What have you been listening to?
2: Lately. Oh, there's everyone there's just so many like there's not
0: just one
1: (laughs) okay okay i'm sorry
0: (laughs) come on connor i don't know be better
1: (laughs) yeah well Tori, our resident k-pop aficionado stan uh an expert we want to bring you on to just talk about the it's an emerging genre i think it's becoming more and more popular in the u.s i think it's just fun k-pop is a fun group you know the stands. they always be causing trouble on TikTok and things, messing with Trump rallies and stuff, so... <laughs> oh
2: my, yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah,
0: um, At least, like, personally, like, K-pop has been on my radar for probably close to, like, a decade, just, like, knowing people that listen to it and stuff like that. From what I've, like, seen, like, going through, like, radio and just normal music, K-pop didn't really, like, hit America hard with, like... Um, hitting like the billboard 100 and and radio stations and stuff like that until probably 2017 with uh bts
2: yeah for sure i think bts is definitely kind of making k-pop more well-known kind of more mainstream in the u.s yeah
1: are they like the would you say they're the flagship or is it kind of lame as a k-pop fan to be a fan of them you, you have to like find your niche or whatever
2: oh no uh I mean it's fine to be a fan <laughs> of BTS <laughs> um they have a ton of fans uh, but it's kind of interesting because their fans are kind of crazy okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like they go a little bit too far in um I don't know how to explain it like, they they kind of butt heads with other fandoms, oh. if that makes sense. So they have a oh.
0: superiority complex. Mm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, though. <laughs> so.
1: We don't want the, the rival <laughs> armies coming at you, Tori. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I want you to take us to the, to the start of your fandom, Tori. I mean, you're, you're so well-versed. You've been in these panels and things at, at KCON. Where did your fascination with K-pop kind of emerge, how did it begin?
2: Um, so it started in 2016, well technically I guess at the end of 2015, um, so it started with my aunt, my mom's sister, her friend, uh, made her start watching K-dramas, um, which K-dramas are a whole nother thing, (laughs) they're great, um, and so then my aunt made my mom start watching K-dramas. And so they were both watching K-dramas, and then they watched a K-drama called She Was Pretty, and one of the actors, his name is Shiwan, he's in a K-pop group called Super Junior, and they fell in love with him and looked him up, found out he was in Super Junior, and then it went from there. (laughs) And so my mom showed me Super Junior for the first time on January 17th, I think, 2016. You remember the
1: day. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) incredible
2: we always remember everyone remembers their day where their life changed so. <laughs> the
1: fandom began so i mean it's obviously had a huge impact on you 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 live and breathe it now i i can see we're yes. we're doing a zoom video <laughs> call to chat with this i can see k-pop people in the background of Tori's video uh so why did it impact you so heavily why did you fall so deeply in love
2: um i don't know it's just totally my thing i guess because it's like the dancing, I love dancing. I've danced my entire life. Um, the music is just fun. And it's like the thing about K-pop is the interaction with the idols themselves, that's what we call the members in the groups. We call them idols. okay. Um, like even though they speak a different language and they live on the other side of the world, the interaction with their fans is so much. Like, more prevalent, stronger than with other musicians, I feel like. Like, American
0: artists. So, let's just, like... Yeah, so I want to, like, focus more on, like, the history of, like, K-pop and stuff. Because, like cause, like I said, like, BTS really broke out in, like, 2017. What was the scene like before then?
2: Um, I mean, I'm not really too sure. Because, like I said, I didn't get into it until 2016. Um, so I wasn't really around for, like, the years before that. Um, but I do remember, like, like, when I first found BTS, because I found them a few months after I got into K-pop, they, BTS was popular, but they weren't, like, huge yet. Like, they were still kind of, kind of like everyone else, all the other groups. Um, and so I kind of did see their rise in popularity um and it's kind of yeah it's kind of weird to think about how like compared to what they are now like how little they were even though they were still big when i found them but yeah yeah for sure
1: um what are like the i don't know what the best way to phrase this is but like the i guess the hallmark groups i i want to say ogs (laughs) who are like the the, like, kids on the block that, like, everybody know. If you're a K-pop fan, yeah. you know about these bands. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> um, well, there are like... So, we actually have different generations. We call them first-gen groups, second-gen groups, third-gen groups, fourth-gen groups. Um, so, like, the first-gen groups wow. are, like, H-O-T, G-O-D, um, Xinhua. Those are, like, the originals. Oh, Soteji and Boys are kind of have the title of like the first k-pop group ever um
1: so when did they start coming out that like first the 90s
2: oh yeah. okay so this goes way and back and
1: then <laughs> way back to the 90s but yeah
2: <laughs> and then like the 2000s uh, was like the second gen groups. so that's like super junior which was my first group that i found shiny is shiny second gen i, I don't know i think so um big bang <laughs> Do you know Big Bang? I feel like sometimes people know Big Bang. Um, No. Nope. That's not (laughs) familiar. Oh, oh, you're talking about
1: the young Sheldon guy? No. Big Bang.
0: (laughs) Not that. (laughs) And this is why we don't have guests, Connor.
1: (laughs) Um, So what about the third gen? Third gen would be like Is that like the ones that we all know?
2: BTS is 3rd gen, then there's, like, GOT7, um, so those are the groups that debuted, um, like, 2012, 2013, EXO is another big one, um, and then 4th gen has been, like, recently, like, the past couple years, all the groups that have formed and started in the past couple years are 4th gen groups. Okay.
1: So are they separated into generations just by time? Or is there kind of a different sound in the different four generations? Or what's why are they separated that way?
2: No, just by time. Yeah, just time. And it's not like a specific, like, this year you're this, this year you're this. It's just kind of...
1: Yeah, the they the emerging clumps or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like Pokemon, man. <laughs> I know, I've been thinking that too. Because, <laughs> like, like and, and it, like fits the pokemon generation style too where it's just like the release of the game. <laughs> um so when we introduced you we were talking about uh K-con. What, what what's K-con? Yes.
2: Ooh. Yeah, so K-con, I mean it's just like Comic-Con, like a huge convention but for everything Korean. Um K-pop, Korean cosmetics, there's like cosmetic booths um yeah, there's, like, a, the convention floor with a ton of booths. There's a stage with, like, performances throughout the day. And then panels going on all day. Um, and then every night there's, like, a three-hour concert. And it's, like, three That's days. That's it? Long. Where is it? Um, the one that I go to is in L.A., but they have them all over the world. Okay. Like, Japan, um, Australia, New York... I can't even think of all the places. Yeah, they, but
1: they have them all over Mexico. Okay. Paint the scene for us. What's k Con convention look like?
2: A lot of people. Um, a lot of people wearing K-pop merch. <laughs> Music playing everywhere. Um, and a lot of lines. Like during the day, the groups do meet and greet mm-hmm. type things. So there's a lot of people waiting in line for those. Or outside waiting in line for the concert if you have uh, floor tickets for like the Mosh Pit. Um, Do they mosh
1: at K-pop shows?
2: Well, not like <laughs> mosh, but like there are no chairs on the floor, so you're surging to the front.
0: <laughs> Let's just be clear. I've seen mosh at like country concerts, Connor. <laughs> it can't happen anywhere. What you're feeling that music, you gotta mosh. <laughs> Um, But you haven't just been going to these K-Cons. You've actually been like a panelist at these events. What is that like? Yes.
2: Yeah. So the first time we were a panelist was in 2018, and we were also panelists in 2019. We would have been this year, but it was canceled. Um, Yeah, it was really weird. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah.
1: So tell the audience what panels you appeared on.
2: Yeah. So we do panels. One panel that we've done is like for parents of kids, like for parents that are chaperoning their kids to KCON if they're too young to go Mm -hmm. by themselves, you know, Um, where we talk about like the benefits of K-pop, why it's good. And like, it's a good thing. Like, don't be afraid of your kid being a K-pop fan. Um, so that one's a fun panel And then we also did a panel about The struggles of being a K-pop fan Like some of the annoying things That you have to deal with Like <laughs> um, what? And then Like the misconceptions of people When you tell people you're a K-pop fan And they're like, gross <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> um, and then we also did a panel About underrated K-pop groups Which that one was really fun
1: when you say we, you're talking about you and your mom, right?
2: Yes, and also my aunt and my aunt's friend on some of them. Okay. Cuz that, that's that's all of us who do the YouTube channel. It's me and my mom and my aunt and my aunt's friend, but lately it's mostly just been me and my mom.
1: That's sick. It's a a family gathering. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Well, um I K-con sounds so cool. <laughs> Do people like cosplay as the idols or anything, or is that looked down upon?
2: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like, find outfits that they wear in music videos. And yeah, there's one group called Vix. They have really cool outfits and makeup in their music videos. I mean, they all do, but Vix specifically is just really cool. And there was a group of people that cosplayed as one of the music videos, and it was cool. Um, and Vic saw it too because they went to the meet and greet, and that's so cool.
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty dope. Um, so you mentioned that one of the panels you were on was um, underrated K-pop bands groups. Yes. What are like some of those, and what set them apart from like other groups?
2: Yeah. So underrated groups, it's kind of hard to differentiate between like underrated and underappreciated. Like, what is underrated? You know. Um, but we kind of think of underrated groups as those that don't get as much views on their music videos and they don't have a lot of followers. Um, and they they but the fun thing about underrated groups is that they interact with their yeah. fans more because they have less fans, so you have more of a chance to like talk to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, my favorite, Well, I mean, uh, there's just, you know, I can't say a favorite, but one of the underrated groups that I've been invested in a lot recently, they're called Elast, um, they, so in K-pop there's an app that's called, like, the Fan Cafe, that you have to, like, apply to get into for each group, you get into each group's Fan Cafe. What Um, do you mean, apply?
0: And... (laughs) You have to are, have are a it's resume? Like exclusive groups? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to take like a quiz or something before you can...
0: <laughs> yeah! You have to, you have to know, you have to know answer... a lot about the groups, man. You've got to know about them. Yeah,
2: you have to answer questions um, about the group. Sometimes they're kind of hard and you have to like do some detective work to figure it out. Um, That's incredible.
0: They don't want any posers, but... homie.
2: <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm only in a few groups, uh, fan cafe, but I'm in this group, Elast, I'm in their fan cafe. Um, and so it's a place where like, you can talk to them and like, they talk to oh. you. Um, it's kind of just like a social media, but just like with them and with those fans. Um, and so like when one of the members of Elast posts, they only get like 50 comments on their posts. So like, if you comment, like... I know they're going to see my comment. And if I send them a message, I know they're going to see it. Um, Even if they don't respond, like they, some groups respond to people on the fan cafe. LS doesn't respond to people, but I like, I know they're reading it. So it's just kind of cool. Like when they're smaller like that, that you can have that interaction.
0: Yeah. And we see that in like other music groups too, just like, even in like country pop and like American pop and stuff like that, the smaller artists generally do have that increased interaction with fans and yeah. are generally just like more personable.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are, are there any K-pop groups that you can like kind of tell it's gone to their head a little bit. They're not as cool as they used to be kind of vibe.
2: Um. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs>
1: Oh, sorry, I forgot that there's... Okay, well, let's talk Water about cutter. the beef. Let's talk about the beefs. Like, what are the most... Um, <laughs> how can I phrase this without getting you in trouble? What are the most uh, rabid or the most passionate fan groups? And tell me about, like, what it looks like when different fan groups clash. Like, like, what wars? is? what Or do they fight? Oh. Yeah, the fan wars. Tell me about them.
2: I mean, I haven't really been paying attention to fan wars lately because... Um, We set up our Twitter in a way where we kind of filtered that stuff out. Um, But there was a time where we really got fed up with ARMY, the BTS fandom. Um, (laughs) Because, I don't know, they're they're just... Dangerous. Like, I love BTS, obviously. I love them. Um, But, yeah, their fans are just kind of... They think they're the best. BTS is the best. No one else can do anything. If anyone else does anything remotely similar to something BTS has done, then they're copying them and like stuff like that.
1: So are these warmongering fans largely Korean or like do American people get involved? Like are the arguments in English? Or are we doing a lot of Google Translate here? What's going on?
2: All of what I see is in English on Twitter, yeah. But I mean, it's people all over the world, still.
1: Yeah, what's the? Is there like a historic civil war kind of thing, like a real landmark fight that happened? Not that, not maybe not that involved you, but just between the the rival tribes or whatever.
2: Um, BTS fans versus EXO fans, yeah. I think, is a big um, kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know because like they debuted around the same time. And EXO is from SM Entertainment, which is, like, one of the biggest entertainment companies in Korea. Um, So they also have a really large following, a lot of fans. um, And then BTS fans. So it's kind of, like... It's almost... Like it's for for multi fans like me, it does not apply. But for a lot of people that are into like this fan war stuff, you're either a BTS stan or an EXO stan, mm-hmm. and you don't like the other one. But for multis, that's not true. <laughs> so
1: what's the opposite of a multi? Uh,
2: oh, what's the word? Solo stan.
1: Solo
0: stan.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's incredible.
0: Now, are there any, like, beefs between, like, actual, like, K-pop groups? No. Or just between their fans?
2: All the groups are fine with each other. They're all friends.
1: There's no East Coast, West Coast. There's no watch, watch your back. Crips. There's no pulling up, flipping the clip <laughs> on the car. <laughs>
2: no, the groups are, are friends. They, they hang out with each other and stuff.
1: That's so cool. Really so yeah, is, that's like,
2: like something that us multis that we point out like when fan wars start. We're like, look, our idols are friends. Look at this picture. They're hugging. <laughs> no, they don't like each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's actually like really incredible because when you look at like a lot of other formats, there's a lot of animosity. The fact that it doesn't have much is at least amazing in my eyes.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a competitive environment. So, Tori, tell us about um, some of the shows, the K-pop shows you've been to. Have you have you been to Korea? Have you taken part in person?
2: Yes, I have been to Korea. Um, I actually did a semester abroad spring of 2019. So I was in Korea for about four months. Um, and I did go to a lot of concerts there, but I also have been to a lot of concerts here, mostly in L.A., because that's the closest city that they come to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my mom and I are used to traveling to LA, although not anymore because we can't and concerts aren't happening, but we usually would go to LA a few times a year for concerts. Um, and yeah, when I was in Korea, I went to a lot of concerts. I've, I was trying to like figure it out before we were recording this, um, to figure out how many concerts I have been to, but I couldn't count it was like it was hard to count but i've been to at least 20 concerts wow but that includes more than 70 groups oh
1: so multiple groups perform in one show
2: yeah because i mean i've been to you know a single group's concert but a lot of them are like the cake con Mm -hmm. concerts or festivals in korea um yeah where several groups perform
1: so uh can you tell us about some of your favorite shows? What, what are they kind of like? Is it very dancey or people kind of just chilling? What's it like?
2: Um, like the audience? Yeah. Dance-y? What's yeah. the
1: vibe? What's the energy like? Um,
2: well, the audience doesn't dance. I mean, they can jump up and down. if. So, okay. So <laughs> American audiences are a lot different than Korean audiences. Of course. Concerts in Korea, the audience is a lot more calm. Um, and they don't scream throughout the entire song. Like they scream and clap at the end, but during the song they're quiet, which sometimes is nice and sometimes I'm like, guys, get some energy, like you're Sing too along. dead. <laughs> yeah, um, but then in America the audiences are like the complete opposite. They are crazy. They're screaming the entire time, and like when the idols are talking, I'm like, can you be quiet? I want to listen to them talk. I can't hear them. Um. But. Yeah, concerts are so fun. I miss concerts so much. That's like the thing I miss the most right now with things not happening.
0: Wait, so this is probably like a really stupid question, but do you speak Korean? Yeah, do you have
2: Rosetta Stone? I, <laughs> I, I have been studying Korean like pretty much a few weeks after I got into K-pop. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not fluent and I get really nervous when i do speak it but i can understand it pretty
0: well
2: you
1: must have got a bunch of practice while you were studying abroad i'm sure
0: oh definitely
2: yeah i mean a little bit i kind of like i said i was shy uh
1: i know you're shy but can we put you on the spot and ask you to say a little phrase in korean just for the fans the future tory stands
2: (laughs) i can just introduce myself do it (laughs) <laughs>
1: Tell us your favorite Korean pop group in Korean. Oh, I, I, you can't uh, just one you like because there's no favorites. There's no favorites. There's no favorites. They don't exist.
2: Just... Yo am the K-pop group in T.O.O.
1: That's so sick,
2: dude. (laughs)
0: Really is. (laughs) I I think
2: Korean is kind of easy. Like, at least the alphabet is like the easiest alphabet in the world, literally. It's super easy to learn. The grammar is kind of interesting, but I think it makes sense a lot more than English. (laughs) But the alphabet is really easy.
0: For sure. So we're going to put you on the spot again. Mm-hmm. Who's your, like your K-pop idol dreamboat? boat. Yes.
2: What does that mean? If you could
1: date <laughs> any K-pop idol. Oh.
0: Who is the apple of your eye?
2: <laughs> okay. So. The capital of your eye. We also have a term in <laughs> K-pop called bias. And your bias is your favorite member in the group. Mm. Um, so, like, each group, I have a bias. Or most groups, I have a bias. But then you also have your alt bias, which is your favorite out of all of them. <laughs> 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 so, my alt bias, his name is Qgene He's from a group called Uptension. Um, And I actually have met him, and mm. I have some pictures with him, and I have hugged him and you slip your number
1: in his pocket as you <laughs> go to hug him
2: but yeah that was a great day <laughs> when i met him um it was cool it, but i i also now have a second ult Ooh. lately in a group Ooh. called too a dude named jayun i like him too
1: <laughs> <laughs> well who's your bias then if you have those are your ults.
2: Well, there like, there's a bias in each group. Oh. oh. So, like, those are my biases in those groups, but they're also, like, my favorite out of all uh, groups. Okay. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So, one question I had, and this is not to sound insensitive or anything, but um, can non-Koreans perform Korean pop or is it inherently Korean?
2: Um, there are non-Korean K-pop idols, yeah. Um, but they're mostly usually still Asian. Um, so there are a lot of K-pop idols from Japan or from Thailand or from China. Um, there's some from, like, Malaysia, uh, Taiwan, you know.
1: So no, yeah, no Jewish so... K-pop idols yet. <laughs> I don't know. Time will come.
2: <laughs> um... But yeah, so there, yeah, there are a lot of members that aren't Korean, but they have to, like, learn Korean, be able to sing in Korean. That's basically, like, the criteria is, are you able to sing in Korean? And do you look Asian, basically? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and there's a lot of members that are, like, from America or Canada, but they're Asian. Um, so, like, Korean-American, then they go over to Korea
0: i'm an idol well all right uh something interesting to like to, like at least i've seen over like the past couple years working in radio and doing stuff like that is i've actually seen not only just k-pop breaking through the just like top 100 barrier but i've also seen um band from like mongolia with like doing like mongolian throat singing <laughs> um yeah. the the who comes to mind um Recently, I've been seeing stuff with, like, um, Japanese rock bands and stuff like that. Um, what What have you seen just, like, coming out of um, Asia?
2: Um, well, I don't know about, like, what other people are seeing in America coming out from Asia. But for me, I'm also a big fan of Q-pop, which is from Kazakhstan. Um what? And like P-pop from the Philippines, V-pop from Vietnam, um, but yeah, Q-pop Kazakhstan. Like, who would think Kazakhstan? You know, but like, it's so good.
0: <laughs> Man, now I'm just picturing Borat up on stage singing like, <laughs> oh, that's like that, that's that that is like. I had no idea there were, like, that many, like, variations. Like, we're we're getting variations from Vietnam, Kazakhstan. You're right. Like, Kazakhstan especially is very surprising.
2: Yeah. Look up, go look up 91 after this. The group called 91. I also saw them in concert. I never thought I would be able to see them in concert, but I did. And it was amazing.
1: That sounds so cool. <laughs> That's so funny. It really does. <laughs> well, Tori, uh um... We want to say thank you for coming on and and helping out with talking nerdy to me this week. You really you, are, you really talked nerdy to us about
2: K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, it. Um, made sense. Um, you want to just, just, spout you, it out?
0: Uh, you just want to like uh, plug your YouTube channel, your Twitter, and stuff. Like, where can we watch these videos that you make? Oh
2: yeah. Yes. So our YouTube channel it's called the K-pop Converters, Converters with the K. Um, we, Uh. we, (laughs) we used to do more reactions, but lately we've just kind of been doing videos that help people learn groups, kind of, like, we just do compilations of our favorite groups and help people learn them, like, their names and who they are and stuff, or sharing our favorite songs, um, and then I don't really do Twitter, um, but... You can follow my mom. She runs the K-pop converters account, and it's just that at K-pop converters, know the, um, yeah.
1: Okay. That's pretty much it. Before you go, can you? I'm <laughs> sure there's members of our audience, and even maybe people in the Zoom call, they have never listened to K-pop before. What would you say are your the starting recommendations? If you want to get into K-pop, these are the groups you should check out.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe 80s. I feel like 80s is a good starting group. That's A T E E Z.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, make sure to go check it out. I'm definitely going to be listening to some K pop after this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let me know what you listen to, too, and if you like anything.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's all I got. Go check out K-Pop Converters on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, Thank you so much, Tori. Yeah, Tori, thank you. (laughs) That was awesome. Thank you
2: for letting me come on here and talk about (laughs) K-Pop.
0: That's all I got. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Bye.